Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all ready? Uh, let's go. Welcome. This is Michael Collier's world. Started on Venice Beach, now he reaching the world. He'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts. Super fly, nice guy. And pray if you need the word. While he's dressed to the night. Come on, get ready for the star search winner. An OG three times. This ain't no beginner. Whether you in your house, you on your burger, out to dinner, on your job, in your car, turn it up and hey, remember, Michael Collier. Michael talks to everybody. Michael talks to everybody. Michael talks to everybody. You know what it is, Shotty. Hey, family, it's your boy, Michael Kaya, and yes, Michael be talking to everybody. You have so many folks come on here that you you just never had a real conversation with, you know, because I think there's some people out here we only see a star sometimes. We don't get a chance to just chat with them. But a lot of them got to be those stars because they really had these great minds. They have great conversations and ideals. And, man, we got some folks like that on here today as we do part two of niggas, you know, and this is niggas part two. And on this show, Today, we're going to discuss the various ways it's used, who can use it, who can't use it, uh, who, who can use it and not get slapped. You know what I'm saying? And is it divisive? Is it artistic? Is it creative? I personally love the word. I'm going to tell you because I like to have fun with it. You know, yo, that's my nigga. Yo, nigga, what? 
nigga, please. There's so much you can do with it that feels like fun to me, but some people are offended by it. Some people just think it's, I want to let you say, well, you know, my, my, my grandmother died. It's a civil rights for that work. No, she didn't. She died because they didn't like no niggas and they would have killed you if you'd have said peanut butter. It didn't matter. It wasn't the word, man. It's the connotation of the word and how you use it. Now that's just my stand. And let me tell you, I'm wrong a lot. Let's be clear on that shit. I am not sitting here being pompous or, or pontificated. I don't know for sure, but that's why we talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. So welcome to Michael Talks to Everybody. Today's episode is uh, Niggas Part 2. And let's bring on the guest. Well, first of all, one of my co-hosts is here with me, Mr. Anthony Oaks, stand-up comedian out of the D.C. area. And, and uh, Anthony, come on, say howdy real quick. There you go. Say hello to the people. Howdy. Oh, dang. Okay, put some music on that then. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, uh, Cletus is also uh, more so a regular than not. This dude is also one of the, both of these folks co-host on my morning show as well, of uh, my morning show. This is Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy, comedy boy, bad too. Come on, how you doing, brother? What's going on, Mike? Man, hey, listen, I stay regular, man, because I keep my vegetables. High fiber diet. <laughs> Oh, you regular. Okay, shoot. I know what you mean about that, man. As I'm getting older, I get to watch that. Um, And this young man, Mr. Ben Bolin. Ben Bolin is a, a podcaster, a writer, and uh, he also has this, um, what is your show that's called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know? Is that your podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is, a, this is a show that applies critical thinking to everything you could imagine. Twilight Zone, X-Files, government cover-ups. We just wrote a what? book about that. Uh, so we've been doing that for, for a few years. Really, really, uh, really fortunate mm. to be on here with you all today. Oh, man. Thank you for saying yes and for coming on. And wait a minute. Before I get to... What's at the bottom? Oh, this young man is a writer that I brought on because I really like a book he has. The book is called Negroable offenses you know stuff you do that makes you like anyway i'll let him explain that get your hands together for the writer marcus bedford jr hey marcus <laughs> love you brother how you feel man how you doing brother appreciate appreciate being here today and what's the name of the book again the book is called negroble offenses are you a violator negroble offenses what wait just tell me one what's one negroble offense a negro one negroble offense is uh if you're a black lawyer and you don't you don't uh, represent your black clients because you are friends with the judge and the prosecution attorney. Oh, yeah, that's negro. That's a negro boy offense. That's very negro boy right there. I, yeah. can, I'm, I'm, I didn't even know what negro boy was till I heard that. Now I understand. <laughs> I'm on, on top of it. Thank you and welcome for joining the show. And uh, Nassim, I'm sorry, but I hear my man stuff just clicking and clicking. Is there something we can do about it? You talking to him? They working on that. Hey, y'all, please remember, I'm brand new at this podcast, so we ain't got everything all the way clear yet. Just bear with us. It's really about the conversation. Good conversation can drown out noise. Watch. And last but absolutely not least, my friend, we got Alex Haley's, man. We got roots. We've both been in the business 114 years. He is a journalist and a fly individual all the way around, a great spokesman. I think he's a great representative of black men in America. Get your hands together for Mr. Roland Martin. Roland Martin in the house. Where you at? I can put him, wait, I can pull him, I gotta use the little device. So, hey, Roland, how you doing, brother? Oh, yeah, you, man, you put, put the hat on. What the hat say? That, am I missing something? What it say? Roland Martin Unfiltered. Roland Martin. Shirt. And that's, that's exactly that's who you daily. are. That's my digital show every day, six to eight on the Black Star Network. On the Black Star Network. And and it's called. It's a it's a great show, man. You should you should really check it out. Uh I and, do. and it's on, 
I know he says six to eight every day, but it actually kind of doesn't it rotate throughout the day so that you don't yeah, miss we're li- it. We're, it yeah, we're, we're live six to eight p.m. Eastern. We then we restream the show uh, several times in twenty four hour period. And you do two hours? Yeah, every day for the last four years. And you mean seven days a week or Monday through Friday? Five days a week. Five days a week. Okay. But then on the Black Star Network, I have five other shows that are also on the network as well. So we you have stream. Five, you have five other shows on the same network? Yeah, I have. Uh, well, I have, I have um, a Deborah Owens has Wealthy You. Jackie Hood Martin has uh, A Balanced Life. Uh, Stephanie Humphrey hosts uh, The Pivot. Greg Carr hosts uh, Black Table. Uh, the Black Table. Roger Muhammad hosts uh, The Culture. And then my, I have a Rolling with Rolling, which is, two, which is the one-on-one you and I did. Uh, that right. interview show, that's a bi-weekly show. So, yeah, so we have five other shows that are on the Black Star Network. Wow. <laughs> and you pro- you're the executive producer of all those? I'm the CEO. You're the CEO. So that means you let me hold a couple dollars. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, see, I ain't no executive producer. I own all of it. He own all of it. He can loan me more than a couple of dollars. And see, that was a negro offense I just created. I, I was going to tell you. I was gonna yeah, tell you. you <laughs> ask your friend what he do. He and soon right you see it's it. a way to get in. Here you come. Hand out big so much. Hand look like a cup. All right. Not, uh, not just asking for the money. But having the the owner of one of the well probably the premier black information network in the country on and not knowing that he has shows on that is definitely a terrible offense. That's like me bringing Beyonce on and asking her, "Have you ever sung anywhere?" <laughs> no, 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 no. The Negro boy offense saying, is no, no, no. The Negro boy offense is when you put a Negro on your show to help support you, and he waiting till you make a mistake and point that shit out and make it big and jokey. That's Jesus. the Negro boy offense. Come on back. <laughs> Come on ultimate. with it, Kevin. I've been, been, been Negro in, in so many places. That's why I continue to get fired. I, I really am not a respecter of person. I got to check myself. It's the beard. <laughs> it's definitely the beard. The Negro boy offense so comfortable. Talk about my With beard, man. I have been growing this since I was seven. Well, you see who our panel is. You see who our folks. It's the group. And we just come to talk about it. And, I, you know, I really want to start actually with Roland because I'll tell you a thing. You can't come on his show and use that word. You can't say nigga. And understand, right now, we're talking about niggas. But nigger, N-I-G-E-R, I'm no form of that. You can't come on Roland's show and say that. You can come on Roland Martin's show and say motherfucker. But you can't say nigga. You say nigga. He'll stop the show, brother, and walk you off the property. He don't play that. He don't say it in his conversations unless it's someone quoting. Is he's, he's giving a quote to someone else said. So what is your overall take? Should we just, I don't know, kill people who say it or just ignore them? Or what? No, uh, <laughs> it is, um, I mean, look, uh, I said it growing up and probably when I was in my mid-20s, um, I just came to the conclusion. I said, wait a minute. Um, if if I'm not going to use language of the oppressor speaking to somebody who is one of my own. And if you think about it, uh, if I greet somebody, I don't have to say um, the N-word. I can say my brother. Mm-hmm. I can say mm-hmm. that's my boy. Um, I can <laughs> say, I mean, I, I can I can substitute, substitute anything with it. For me, it's just a matter of consciousness in terms of uh, I can find another word to use but I just simply cannot use the language of the oppressor. Uh, I remember when Umar Johnson was on my show and uh, he called another guest a coon and I shut it down. And I said, hey, bro, no, no, you, you, you're not going to use any racial slurs on my show. Uh, you can, my deal is you cannot call yourself a conscious person using the language of the oppressor against your own people. 
Uh, and and so if people who people who come at me and use the N word on my social media, I will tell them I'm gonna give you a warning. Uh, and then if they don't want to listen, then I block them just straight up. Mm-hmm. And I had a brother tell me, he said, "Man, you know what? You can't change anybody's mind uh, or change anybody's uh, opinion." But it's not true. I know a number of people who said, "You know what, man? I never mm-hmm. thought about it," and they stopped using it. I've had other people tell me, "Man, I, I just can't stop." I'm like, well, actually, you can. I mean, so- I literally. It's just not for, it's not the first word that comes to mind when mm-hmm. I think when I when I see somebody that I have to say that. OK, so what, what I wanted to say on that is um, you say that it is the language of the oppressor. But but history tells us that we created that word, that that's Ooh. our Africa, Egypt. The word nigga and N-G-R and Niger, all of those are variants of a word that came from our country and, a, and from our land, the original land. And it meant ruler. It meant emperor. It meant king. So in my mind, I I rationalize that the Europeans or the colonizers or white folk, whatever you want to call them, took the word that was the most important to us to use against us and have us use against each other as a tool. So in my mind, that ain't their language. They just took our word to, to try to make it a bad word. But I, that word itself, I, I don't I don't embrace that as the language of the oppressor. I think the oppressor use it as a weapon against us. So first of all, words, meaning of words change. So, for instance, right, right, right. Um, if somebody if somebody is uh, watching your show mm-hmm. and there's this thing, oh, my goodness, Michael, you are so gay. OK. What was what was the. What, what was the what was the original meaning of the word gay? Happy, joyful, Precisely. right? How, how how many people use the word gay today within that context? None, zero, okay. zip. So so a word that meant one thing now all of a sudden uh, use something else. <clears throat> if somebody if somebody uh, if if you if you're working with somebody and somebody says, Michael, you you, you are extremely uh, you extremely negardly. Niggardly. I'm extremely niggardly. What about it? Okay. What that really means, the, the, the definition of that, it means you're cheap. Right. Right, right, right. But, right. If, they, but if they said, Mike, you are niggardly as hell, you could be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who the hell are you talking to? Definition. Meaning. So even though that word niggardly means to be cheap, it's a word that we actually don't commonly use because of the root word of it. And so I'm just simply mm-hmm. saying words have meanings, words have meaning, word changes, and the usage of that word. And for me, I don't, if I see somebody black, I don't have to call you the N-word to still show you my affection for you. Okay. Okay. I want to know why there's a white man on this show. Um, the topic. <laughs> the topic is oh, right. so they, will, they will get into everything. They will the take colonizers anything. are coming, no matter what they're coming. Hey, brother, this is Ben Bolin, and who I just told you. I don't know if I told you when we introduced him. He's a writer, and he also has. He's also a podcaster. He has his own podcast called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. Ben, jump in here. What do you think about this word that you oppressors are using against us? Well, I'll say one thing I liked about part one of this episode uh, mm-hmm. was I can't remember who said it, but someone said, "White folks should mind the business." You know, I, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much a hundred percent on this. There's not a shape, form, or fashion where someone who presents as me, looks like me, should ever be saying that word. You know, it, it, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter 
what kind of, like people are always trying to make exceptions, right? You know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, like I, I'm lucky enough to have come up in Atlanta. So I, I never lived in a place that was, you know, lily white, like Iowa. No offense to anybody who's listening to Iowa, <laughs> who's not white, you know. Pretty white, sti- pretty white. <laughs> statistically, though, you know, um, I just don't, I don't understand the lack of respect and humanity that it entails when you are speaking in a beautiful language, right? English mm-hmm. isn't perfect, but mm-hmm. it is poetic. And you're speaking in this beautiful fucking language and you have mm-hmm. so many other words to you, so many other things to say. Words can be weaponized. You know, if you mm-hmm. go to someone's house, you're in their mm-hmm. house and they say, hey, I like, while you are here, I would prefer that you do or do not do a certain thing. It is so easy not to be a jerk, you know, and sorry, like, look, white people appropriate a lot of stuff, right? That's just historically true. White people so, steal, uh, sir. They steal. But go yeah, <laughs> yeah, steal. Whatever euphemism people want to throw on it, we know what the score is, right? So sorry, white people, you can't have everything and you shouldn't have everything. And if people are, um, if people are kind enough to invite you into their space, then you should be human enough to respect that space and the people within it. That's my take. I love it. Cletus, what you have to say, brother? Hey, Ben, I got a couple of things. But Ben, I want to I want to actually say something. I, I want to interject it. I, I believe that the word nigga was white people's word anyway. It was not all word. It was not something. I, I, I And I know that you speak on the term negus and niger. Those are all words. Those are great. But I just don't think uh, for any period of time, nigger was a word that we used. I think that was a word that they used in that connotation. And it was a derivative used to demean us. So I really don't agree with that. I actually agree with what what um, Roland says. Words, the way that we use words, well, I, I don't, it's very important the way that we use them. Ben, I disagree with you a little bit when I say that English is a beautiful language. And, and that's o- only people who say that are people who speak English. Every other every point. other country in the world believes that English is not a beautiful language. It is considered <laughs> a fork to fork tongued language because mm. of the way that our words can mean so many things. Um, and, mm. and to Roland's point, um, the way that a word is used is important. The term faggot used to mean a bundle of sticks. Mm. No, there is nowhere on this country right now where you can go out and say faggot. And the first thing that comes to someone's mind is a bundle of sticks. It's but in England, not. in England, a fag is a I was a just about to punch you right in your face, saying it on, <laughs> on air, but I can't get to you. Oh, okay. yeah, it's a cigarette <laughs> right. in England, right? And, right? And, and, Anthony, and in England, yeah, it could be considered a cigarette. And Anthony, I mean, no offense at all. Uh, you oh, know, no, I, no, I didn't take all, that. I want to have, have a career, so I will never talk about the LGBTQIA. I think I missed a letter. Mm-hmm. Get the but letters only, right. I would not talk about letters. the community. Right. Okay. I wouldn't talk about the community in that way. I think that what Roland is saying, we are all intelligent enough to know that there is nothing beautiful about the word nigga. Those in the black community who decide to use it are, are trying and trying to say that we're giving power to it. It's just it's just not there. I, I just don't agree. And they've done the same word with the term bitch. Right. And then there are people who are out there who are saying uh, we're empowering it. But you ain't finna call your mama one. You just thank you. You might not, not even say it around that. her. You know? Right. So you are smart enough to know that there's a negative connotation to that word. Yes. And for whatever yes. the stronghold that word has on the black community, that it has to be used. I just I, I can't. I I hate to say this because right. you're it's your show, but I, I agree with Roland. 
that, that I don't nobody agree with Roland. So that is so good that you're agreeing <laughs> with him because I know he's happy about. He probably smiling about that. Look, uh, I I feel like this um, that rather, and we're gonna come back to this because we got we gotta go sell some soap. We about to take a break, and when we come back, we talk about this. Uh, some people I think think of all black people as niggas. So Negro colored black African American. I don't care what you call yourself. For the duration of our being here, there's a, a certain population, part of this population that will always see us as niggas. And that means as, as a, a darker skinned person, this this definition I'm giving is a darker toned person who's not of their race. And so they want to use it as a derogatory term. A lot of people see us as that. I want to know your takes on that statement. And the statement is Negro colored, black, African-American. No matter what we've been through over the years, there's some folks who have always held us as nigger in the negative term. And I also think, Cletus, that it is, it's, it's about how you use the word. I, mean, I, think, I think the usage of a word determines whether you can actually use that word or whether it comes across as offensive or not. These are just my thoughts, but we're going to be right black in a pair of seconds it's uh, Michael talks to everybody. We got some great people on the staff. See you in a minute. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, 
and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and we're black. It's Michael Talks to Everybody. Today's topic is niggas part two can you use it is it wrong is it offensive you feel like somebody attacking you are you having fun with oh that's my nigga boy that nigga show is like you see what that nigga was going nigga please there's so many uses of it should we not use it at all does it offend us and when we left i put a question on the table because this is what i sort of believe i believe there's a certain pop part of our population a matter of fact world population that will always look at the darker-skinned folk, those of us, we say, of color, brown or black, as, uh, as niggas. Don't matter whether we call ourselves with all these things we've been through, Negro, colored, black, African-American, no matter how they look, there's some folks who look at us, you still a nigga. They're going to follow you through the store. They're going to be worried about it. They're going to be concerned something going down just because they've been taught over the years. My, I want to know your opinions on this. And can I first start with the only, with the cat who didn't talk the first segment, Anthony, I'm sorry I didn't get to you. Anthony, can you start that? Of course. I think that people will always view other people as something. We can't prevent how other people view us, especially if they have it set in their mind that they're going to view us a certain type of way. I'm torn on the uh, subject of the word. Uh, I kind of, feel like uh, it's a dual-edged sword. I also agree with Mr. Martin. It is not a part of my vernacular. I don't use it. Um, but also um, with Mr. Collier, you know, if my homie comes up and be like, yeah, what's up, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. But now if that person came and said, what's up, my faggot? Yeah, I feel a certain type of way about that. It has a different mm -hmm. meaning to me. It, it makes me feel different. Um, so I don't think that we can equate those words. Um, in, in my own personal opinion, uh, but I, I, I don't use it. It's not a part of my personal vernacular. I'm a comedian. I hear it a lot. I'm torn on, you know, comedians using it on stage. I feel different when comedians use it on stage and we're in a black crowd. I feel another way when comedians use it on stage and we're in a primarily white crowd. Why are you using it? It makes me feel weird. It's cringy. 
Um, mm. So for me, it's more of an emotional response. How is it being used? How do I feel? How am I receiving it for me personally? I don't, you know, I don't, if people choose to use it, that's, you know, on them, their own personal um personal beliefs of, you know, what they do, but I personally do not use it. And, you know, I don't, I don't discount anybody for using it, but it's just not a word that I would use. See, here's, here's, see that's what I find to be interesting when you talk about it's cringy, because my whole deal is, um, I don't want to have to sit here and turn my music down or switch the song because the song has the N word in it, mm. and somebody white is riding a car next to me. Right. Okay. So, so for me, um, um, uh, uh, Danielle Jones has a song. Mm-hmm. You know what's up, and radio version. You know the the, the non radio version. Uh, he says, uh, "Me and my niggas," and I'm listening to the song. And I'm like, but does he have to say that? Mm. Could he say it? Me and my me and my homies, me and my brothers, me and my partners, and s- s- same jam, same jam, you know. And it's just one of those things that, again, it 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 impacts. And again, for me, do we have to call one another that? That's what just sort of jumps out at me. And actually, we don't. We just really don't. Artistically, you know, when people are creating songs or creating content and they're coming from a a place of their own, you know, I think that who am I to question the words that they they use for their content or, you know, how they express themselves? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not for mm-hmm. me to to question that. That's their creativity. If they were feeling like, you know, me and my niggas, you know, who am I to question that relationship to mm-hmm. them? Maybe mm-hmm. they love that. But, but, Maybe but, they use that. But, in. But, but guess what? When Michael Jackson see, see here, here's the thing about music that we got that we got to deal with. All okay? right. Because it really ain't about artistic. Uh, use is who controls the music. When Michael Jackson mm. did a record, good point. And when Michael Jackson said "Jew me," bruh, they destroyed all the records. He was ordered to recut the song. They completely shut it down. And so wow. it's interesting to it's very interesting to me mm-hmm. that when a Jewish slur was used. All of a sudden, the music executives shut it down. You can pull the articles up. Yet, when you use the N-word, the same folk in the music industry will go, oh, artistic expression. Hmm. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I've seen Bill Maher discuss this very issue. You cannot go on Bill Maher's show and use the K-word. See, What's the K it's word? A, it's a, it's a, oh, I see. I know you what you're saying. We'll get shut down if you say it. Yeah, it's not gonna. You, you ain't gonna you, be able to hear it. If you use, if you say kite, oh, that ain't going nowhere. What? It's not going anywhere. Oh, I'm telling you. Wow. Y'all can pull the articles up when Michael Jackson was accused of using Jewish slurs. The records were destroyed. He was made to recut. He, he was made to recut the music, but they only use artistic expression as the when reason. it's the N-word. Huh. Hold up. Was that not the same artistic expression? Mm. 
Okay. And I can give you an example of a song that actually made it past um, editing where that is a, where that's the case. Um, if you ever listen to something uh, all about Benjamins, uh, all about the Benjamins that, in that song, they use the n yeah they word explicitly through that song. But then he has a line where he says stack chips like, and it's bleeped out. It, it that that song, and he and he's referring to Hebrews. That never gets the hit. You never hear the version. Wow. Even in the dirty version, wow. it's that chips like, and it's bleeped out. It, it's not allowed to be said. So that that is a protected community. Uh, also, to Roland's point, in the song that he was talking about, if you ever listen to the clean version, it says, me and my people be moving. It just says my people. It doesn't ever say the N-word. So there are, it, it can be, songs can be done without those. Just like they can be done without gonna... the profanity. It's, well, could it's it be, all a taste thing. Could it be a thing where, let's say, if it's not a creative issue or it is, it is a creative issue, what we've done with this word that has trapped and snared us for all these years, we took it and we took the, the sting out of it and used it as something. That, I'm just saying mm. this is how people use it. They now, use Roland the abbreviation. I, 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 see, I, see no, I see it, but just let me, let me get this. It. He's, so get it out. Let me... I understand. So people, we've used it and we've taken the sting out of it. But I've never seen like a Jewish person say, yo, what up, my Jew? Or what up, my kike? Like those are not things that they use. But we've taken the word right. and put a positive spin on it. Because so which makes people feel like they can allow it. No, that's that's the bullshit. That's the bullshit. What we have done is what we have done is internalize oppression and they go, oh, no, we're going to spin that thing. What they said is, no, 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 no. We ain't going to degrade ourselves at all. We ain't using it. You ain't using it. And if anybody uses it, we're going to shut this joint down. At some point, you have to reach a point of self-respect mm. where you say that. It, anytime somebody say the sting is out, I right, let a white person call you the N-word. Mm. Oh. Thing just came back. And that's why I created this book, Negro Boy Fin. That's why I created everything that you just said, brothers, why I created this book. Because it has, you cannot put a spin on it to make it right. It's a, the, mm. the word from its inception is wrong. Now, the thing is, what I did with this book is I took those things and I, and I, I formulated it in a way that you can, so you can have to look at yourself in the mirror and see that you're culture, doing culture, culture killing. killing is what I call it. Because mm -hmm. what we're doing is we're killing our own mm -hmm. culture. We got people that's outside, white people that use the word, those are culture vultures. But when mm. we're doing, we're culture killing. We're killing our own culture. And it goes back before the music because what was pushing mm. it before the music was the movies, the black exploitation movies. Wow. So those movies made it popular, and now all we did was now in our culture, or in our in our youth, we came, we we created hip hop, me, and now we just took it over. Let me hop but in now, and say this: I remember when uh, Richard Pryor said that he went to Africa, and he said, "I ain't never seen that word again," because I saw who we are, what proud people, and that lasted, uh, I think, what a year maybe, and after that he was using it again. I sort of take. Um, I disagree with the idea that you can't take the power out of it. I don't agree with that. I think you can. I think you take the power. You use this. You use the word sting, but I think, I think as long as people can hurt you with a word, then they have the power over you. 
I think you take the power out of it by making fun of it, by flipping it and turning it. Now, we don't have to agree, which clearly, clearly we don't. But I think that you take the power out of a thing by laughing back at it and ignoring it, not by saying it, it stings me so much that I can't say it. or I, I And I don't feel that I'm self-abused to make fun of a word that made fun of me in the first place. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cletus. And then well, we do need time. Mike, to Michael. Go ahead. Wait, wait. My only question would be to you. Yes. If the word is powerless, then why can't white people call you that? If it's powerless, if it, mm. if there's no thing, if it's a powerless word, then why can't Ben come up here and just and just use it wantonly? It if ben because calls we know you how they brother, we we know how they've if, used it, and that's how we feel offended. That's not the answer. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Cleese. It's exactly what Cleese is saying. At the end of the day, if I am if I am going to take offense. Mm-hmm. If somebody white or someone non-black says that to me mm-hmm. in a fit of anger or whatever, then I can't say the word is meaningless or, oh, those words don't hurt me. And so, sure, mm. I I am untouched by what you say. So freely call me the N-word when I check into a hotel. Nigga, here your keys. Wow. I think it's about I intention. I am not going to accept wow. that. I'm not going to accept it. And so for and so and somebody would say, well, yeah. And, and here's the other deal. Let, okay, let me flip it this way. Come on. I check into a hotel. Mm-hmm. Yo, you niggas next. A black mm-hmm. person behind the desk. Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who are they talking to? Is that customer service? Mm. See? Okay. Now somebody gonna say, well, no, we, we, we at work. So if we at work. Somebody's not going to say that to you while they're behind the counter. Hold up. They black. I, I'm checking to the hotel in Atlanta. Yo. The bellman black. Uh, the ballet dude black. Mm-hmm. The person behind the counter black. Mm-hmm. And they say, all right, how many of you niggas checking in? Who the next nigga? That's Dang. still unprofessional, what? though. Even if they said homie or any type of unprofessional word, it would be unprofessional. Hold up. But, but now we ain't discussing homie. What I'm saying is, if the rules are they black, I'm black, it's a, we took the sting out, mm-hmm. we all comfortable, we good. No, but, but I'm not saying not. that. I'm not saying we good no matter what. I'm saying it's the way that you use the word. It's the usage of the okay, word. All right, all right. So the brother behind the counter, mm-hmm. in the locks, <laughs> right? In the locks, he go, yo, my niggas. I'm the manager. Y'all come check in. That's unprofessional. Okay, I can't get past that. All right. Gonna, I can't, I can't, gonna, I can't fight that. I can't Hilton, fight that. Marriott immediately. All you niggas get in the car. Okay, all right. And it, and it's and I, slang I wanna, can be I, used and still be professional. Because I've I've been in professional environments and somebody be like, what's going on, fam? Come on through. Hey, what's going on, my guy, bruh? All of those things. You you but not my nigga. That, you can't. There are words so that, that are more extreme, know, though, that you can't use. But mm. there are innate words that you just shouldn't be using. And that's, the, again, the, the power of words. When we say... So back, let me ask this. Back to Ben. Your white friends, you have white friends that use the word? Accidentally, no. every now and then, or not at all? None of your no, white no. friends say the word. You never. No, I don't have chumps in the squad, Ben. You don't have no really chumps don't. in the squad. Okay. Now, if they're, if they you know, I think it's a long-held belief that there are probably, um, frankly, there are probably a shit ton of people who look like me who yeah. are, you know, sitting in their car right. by themselves, you know, 
And then, and then they feel like they can justify something by saying, oh, it's part of the song. I'm just singing along. I may as well be quoting someone. Wow. But frankly, that's bullshit. You could do better. Wow. You could do better. But we but we open the door for that non better when we put it in the song like that. And that's what Roland is saying. When we put it in the song, we open the door for it to be said. We open the door. We make for room it for quoted. it to continue. And, yeah, and we say it's why, OK. And, that, and what Roland is saying is, why do we continue for something that we're trying to make powerless? Why do we, we keep perpetrating it, it if we want to get rid of it? And it's not hard to actually stop. It's not. I've had two I'm having a, black journalists. I'm having a difficult time, though. I'm having a difficult time no, stopping, but go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm telling you. I'm just, it's just, it's actually, it's not. Okay. It's literally, it's, I mean, I'm telling you right now. I mean, as somebody, I said it growing up, high school, college. And when I got out, I was like, yo, what, what, like, no, I'm not using, using that word. Wow. And so, and guess okay. what? We all know how to calibrate. We all know how when not to cuss. And win the cups. That's true, we though. We calibrate all the time. So we can do and it so with nigga. We, we can do it with the, with the N-word. We, we know how to do that. We know if we dudes, if we around, if somebody talking about, man, these bitches tripping, we know damn well if there's some women around, we, we can't say that. Bitches. Right, right. There it is. Hold on. So now, Marcus, you got the book. Give me three quick examples yeah. of niggerable offenses. And then because we try, we get into the so, end of it. Go ahead. All right. I give you quick, three quick ones. Here we go. Uh, this might hurt some people for a minute, but black actors and actresses that continue to feed into the over-the-top stereotypes, but take certain roles that have nothing to do with. Give me an example. Right. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. let's take a, a, a scary movie, right? And obviously, we know sometimes a black person gets right. killed off. First. Before the credits even roll up, right? So if the black person is running around looking like, looking ashy or, or uh, you know, just not looking the part of what the movie is about, you know what I'm saying? Why are you taking that role? You help perpetuate that that nonsense. Now even you though still you show up off, as a bad stereotype of who we are supposed to be. Okay. All just, right, give me give me two more quick ones. Yeah, just, just me, to get on. Just to give get me two on, more quick ones, Mark. But that host, that I like host, this book. If you don't believe, if you don't mm. believe that being black mm. is a blessing, that's a negligible offense. See, I um. believe being black is a blessing. It's not a curse. It's a mm. blessing because not everybody. I always said everybody want to be black except black people. You know what I mean? That's just because we know how much heavy lifting's involved. So, what's give me one last one? And, and then one more, uh, rappers. That lie about what they got, and then um, you know try to. When they ain't never sold still drug dealing a, in the hood. a joint, and they never sold a drug in their life, never sold a drug in their life. And now at the same no. time, I'm not saying promoting selling drugs yeah. either, because that's a anywhere program. selling drugs in your neighborhood mm. or any neighborhood. Okay, anywhere. That's what I'm saying. So, but when you when you when you're trying to push that in your songs. And you're not, you're not, never done mm. it, never done a day in jail or anything, but you're pushing it wow. like this is how you live it. That's a nigger boy offense. And that, and that, that gets into the minds of okay. the youth. All right. So I, now they think that's cool. I love the book. I love On the title, too. And word, I know so many nigger boy offenses. I, 
uh, create quite a few myself, and I'd like to try to clean those up. Uh, but I got to wrap out, so I'm going to start with you, and I want you to tell folks about the book. Do me a favor, just in, later when I'll show this to people, they can see it. Just hold it up real quick. Folks are listening right now, but he's holding up the picture of the book that's called Negrobo Offense. Okay, brother, tell people how they can find you. So you can find it online, Barnes & Noble, um, Ex Libras. I self-published the book, or you can contact me directly. You, you buy it directly from me. All right. Then I'll sign it as oh, well. Man, thank you, man. Uh, Marcus, thank you. I appreciate well. you so much. Anthony Oaks, what's going on? How, how do we find you, and what's going on? You can find me on all social media platforms at anthonyoakscomedian.com. Great. Uh, and it's Oaks with an E. Okay. So, yeah, hit me up. Woo, 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 Cletus. Tell us what, what it is. What's going on? What What's going on, everybody, man? If you search if you're searching for me, I'm right here, man. I can be found on all forms of social media at Cletus Comedy. Mm -hmm. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Christian mm -hmm. Mingle, uh, everything. <laughs> Farmers only. Uh, you can find me out there. Hey Ben, have some of your people hit me up as well, man, because y'all pay well. So I'm I'm all in for that, man. All in for that. Ben, where are you? Uh, yeah, you can find me in a burst of creativity. Call me myself at Ben Bolin on Instagram. You can find me over on the on the Twitter when you're uh, following the fellow luminaries in this panel. If you are into books, first read Marcus's, but then afterwards, if you got a little bit of spare change, check out stuff they don't want you to know. This oh. is our book about not just conspiracy theories, but real life conspiracies, how they evolve, where they come from, and provable times. The government mm. has lied to you. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for being here, brother. Ben. Roland Martin. You're a genius, brother, and a great man. I appreciate every word you said. Thank you, King. I appreciate it. Tell them about you, how we can see you and all the different folks, things. Folks, uh, get my new book, uh, White Fear, How the Brownies of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Mm -hmm. uh, available on all platforms. Uh, if you want to support black bookstores, order through a black bookstore. Download the book on Audible as well. Of course, download the Black Star Network app. It'll be available on all platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple mm -hmm. TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung, Woo! Smart TV. Uh, and uh, look for our 24-hour streaming channel uh, coming very soon uh, to multiple platforms. Wow, man, thank you. I want to thank all y'all for coming today. This has been great. You know, um, that's why we're here to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'm your boy, Michael Cowley. Uh, Five days a week, you can catch me on YouTube. Uh, Cletus is with us every morning, too. And sometimes Anthony drop in. It's called the Michael Cowley Morning Show. Just go to YouTube. You don't have to watch it live. You can watch it anytime, day or night. We've only done 527 episodes. So I understand if you haven't heard about it yet. Monday through Friday, the Michael Cowley Morning Show. And also, we're here Monday, Wednesday and Friday doing Michael Talks to Everybody. Uh, you can reach me by just, uh, please write in and just go to, uh, what we go, Comic King? What we send? Just, hey, if you have questions for the show, write me, Comic King123 at AOL.com. And I just want to thank iHeart and thank everybody and thank all you guys for being here. I say again, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I just want to give my opinion, hear yours, bounce them around, and see if we can come to a happy medium. I'm still going to be using that word, so I ain't thinking about none of you. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I want to thank all y'all. I'm really honored that y'all came. Thank you, King. I appreciate all y'all. God bless you real good. This is Michael Talks to Everybody, and I'll talk to you next time. Let's talk about it.
Woo, I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign. Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs>